everybody, welcome to the Truly Myrtle Podcast. I'm Libby and this is episode 92. I have a special guest with me today. I have Julie from Will on Wheels. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's nice to have you with me. Julie has been touring the country lots of times. Well, well several times. Yeah. You were on the podcast in episode 70. 70. Do you remember? I spoke to her. It was in the audio version. Mm. So go back and have a listen. And it was about this time last year or maybe a little earlier. I had literally started this time last year, Wool on Wheels was a week old on the company's register. <laughs> so tell us, for people that haven't listened before, tell us a little bit about Wool on Wheels. Okay. It's fun. All right. Um, basically, I hang out in a group called For the Love of All Things Woolly, and someone posted a meme about an ice cream truck that sold yarn instead of ice cream. And I thought, I could get that a whirl. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like something I'd like. Yeah. yeah. So um, I... Put it out there, just put a post out and said, hey, dyers, if you, if, if I took a nominal commission, would you supply my yarn if I went and did little events with it? Yeah. And seven people said, that sounds cool. Seven. That's on the back of seven people. <laughs> I planned a road trip. Well, seven people can make a lot of yarn. It's true. But it's yeah, true. that is pretty game. <laughs> <laughs> so I plotted out a little road trip. I booked, booked some annual leave. Um, Wolfest was around the corner, which is um, Auckland's largest yeah. yarn. It's huge. Glory. Busy. Yeah. Mm. Big. So I thought, oh, I better, better ask if anyone else wants to be involved. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I hit the road with... 36 suppliers. <laughs> Amazing. And so you did a tour. I, so last year you did the North Island. So mid to lower North Island. So I went to uh, Tauranga, Napier, Wellington, Palmerston North, Taupo. Taupo. Yeah. And you arrived at places. You've already booked out places to go and you yep. set up quite a substantial shop. Yeah, basically. It actually ended up being a heap of stuff because by the time I got to see you when you were back in Auckland... Um, you filled out almost the whole of that bowling club. That well, it was oh, just tables and tables and tables of mm. yarn, and it was amazing. It just looked amazing. Just yep. these sort of um, bins of yarn yep. for sale. Anyone no. could get hold of all the indie dye stuff that they wouldn't normally see in the flesh. No, or if they can't get to a festival, wouldn't be able to see and touch. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. That's cool. So what have you got planned now? Because it's going from strength to strength. Oh, yeah. Julie's pulled up in a big van, so she's upgraded her vehicle. Mm. Oh, I can't. I borrowed mum and dad's car, you see, which was they have a people mover, which is yeah. helpful when I push, you know, push the seats down, piled everything up. So, yeah. you know, minimal rear view vision. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. At least, you know, if I crashed, I had heaps of padding behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're warm as you drive. Yeah, pretty no much. Heating. Yeah, no yeah. heating required. Um. No, so I ended up properly quitting my job when I got home because I decided that this was much more fun, much more. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I, I did that. And then I thought, well, I've got all this spare time on my hands now. Why don't I, oh, I'm spilling my tea. <laughs> I put it down. Um, why don't I bring the South Island forward? Yeah. Because I had anticipated still being employed this year and I was going to do a two-week road trip and expanding the North Island. But open calendar, 
Yeah. Let's do it all. Yeah. <laughs> let's don't let's not do things my halves anymore. So I have um the national tour booked yeah. in. I leave next month and I'll be doing twenty pop ups over seven weeks. Wow. So can you give us an idea of some of the places? Oh, don't ask me. For people around New Zealand, you <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. All right, all right. All the events are up on um, the Facebook page and also on the website. But a uh, quick rundown. We have Thames, Tauranga, Whakatane, Gisborne, Napier. That's during Cannes, by the way. Uh, Danny Virk, Masterton. And then I have a break in Wellington, but I'm not doing the pop-up then. So then I will scooch across and do Blenheim, Kaikoura, Christchurch, Timaru, Dunedin, Gore, Queenstown, Greymouth, Nelson, scooch back. Then I do Wellington, Palmy, New Plymouth, Hamilton, and then Auckland doesn't miss out. <laughs> Um, I, once I get back, there's three weeks gap, and then there will be Fiber Fiesta, a brand new. Oh yeah, um, I'm coming. Oh yeah, coming to that. Featuring yeah. coming to that. It's a huge <laughs> tour. It's a huge tour, guys. And if if any of those places, if you're nearby, get there. You, how many how many supplies have you got now? Right now, I'm sitting on 38, and a few more are coming. So on that's board. 38 Andy Dyers, couple oh, more. Oh, and bag makers. Yeah, so bag makers, motions makers, but pattern yeah, designers, pattern designers. But at least 25 of those are dyers. Yeah. So there's a ton of stuff to go and see. If you can't make it to other events around New Zealand, this is such a good way mm. of um, getting in touch with that yarn that you want, uh, having a squish and having a look at it and seeing the colours in real life. There's nothing like seeing the colours. Oh, no, that's, that's real what people life. love. You know, so people yeah. can bring things that are sitting in their stash that need a buddy. Yeah, of course. That's and that's my favourite part, by the way. I love helping match your yarn because I know what's sitting there. You show me what you've got and you go, what have you got? And I'll be like, okay, go. <laughs> I'll rummage around. And all different weights. Yeah. Fingering and yeah. DK and everything. Yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's everything. I do oh, try exciting. and split it up so that the sock yarn is separated from the rest of the four-ply. DK is, you know, everything's sort of split by base. And then when I get the opportunity, I can split it out a little bit more. But yeah. it just depends on, on what my tubs are doing, <laughs> which gets decimated first. <laughs> it's so much fun. And at the one that I went to when you were here in Auckland, um, there were tea and coffee and things available at the venue is that usually the case or? depends on where I am so sometimes I'm at an RSA um Tauranga I'm back at the same cafe I was last year um Wellington I'm back at the Southern Cross bar and restaurant so mm. that's you know a bar <laughs> yeah but there's room to you know stick around stick around and knit I remember they had very good coffee Ooh, okay good cool. yeah. Okay. yeah so you can make an event of it bring yes. your friends come yeah. and have a have a day of it it's such a good idea such a good idea so wool on wheels mm. wool on wheels Really Dot yeah, no. don't miss it. <laughs> okay, so on my last podcast, um, I showed everyone around my little space that we're sitting in, and you, you can see here I've got my yarn sitting in open um, bins, and then I've got these big bins, um, the big cream bins that I showed everyone before um, for all my other yarn and bits and pieces, and I've had lots of comments about moths. Lots mm. of people have written to me and said, oh, I don't know about moths. So the thing for me is, I thought it'd be good to talk to you about it because you carry, you've got a lot of stock. A lot, yes. <laughs> and um, the thing out here, being out here in the country, is we just have an abundance of moths. I cannot avoid 
the fact that there are going to be moths mm. around. I mean, we'll bring in washing off the line. Um, we don't tend to dry a lot outside in the winter. We have an inside mm. thing that cooks up into the ceiling. But certainly in the summer, you hang the washing on the line, you grab all the washing off the line, and there are moths in it. Ooh. They just, there are moths just everywhere out here in the country. So um, I have to really think about it. I have had moths, and um, I've had to sort of just bake things and freeze things. And we've, fortunately, we've got a huge chest freezer, so I've chucked everything in the mm. freezer. Yep. But what I do is, um, well, what do you do? I mean, do you have to do anything? I know you put stuff into plastic boxes. Yeah, don't no, you? everything's stored in, in plastic tubs, but um, it, everything moves all the time. So you're getting yeah. fresh air a yeah. lot, a lot. And yeah. even because I'm having talking about this, I'm yeah. like, oh yes, my personal stash lives in a drawer underneath my bed. Yeah. Um, but again, I rummage through it. Frequently. I think that's the key. Frequently. I think that's the key because moths love the dark. Mm. They love it to be quiet and dark. And so when you've got jerseys and drawers or, you know, jumpers in the tops of wardrobes mm. or wool and dark boxes, that's the place the moths love. And so having it in these open bins, although, as I said to you just before, it's the light in New Zealand is pretty intense and mm. it does make me slightly nervous about the light. Um, fading them, although this is the south side of our house, and in New Zealand in the southern hemisphere, the south side is yeah. the cold side of the house, so I don't get direct sunlight in here. Um, but they're constantly being moved. I'm constantly pulling things out and looking in them so that they're getting light and air through them. I've actually, I did have some of these big tubs. Um, I'll show you these tubs I use, which I showed you on the podcast um, last week. So I have these big tubs. Sorry, they're oh. just cheap pop up fabric tubs. Can't really see them. Um, which I store yarn in that is, you know, may or may not be useful to me at the moment. Um, I did have some black ones, and that's where I found them off um, mm. a, a while ago now. And so I've switched to light-coloured yeah. um, tubs just to keep the light in there. And then I've got a lot of things stuffed in. So look, on the top of this box, I can see I've got a cedar block, and I've actually got also got a whole lot of these little cedar wood balls too. I don't know. I don't know if you can really smell it anymore. Mildly. Mildly. Yeah. And so I have, they were originally, when I bought them, quite smelly, and then they fade with time, I think. So I bought some cedarwood essential oil. Um, you can also use lavender, I suppose. Um, I guess camphor. Yeah, that's You know, right. camphor chest. But it does have that, it does it's get quite that. quite a pungent smell. Yes, it gets that old antique fragrance. Yeah, my <laughs> mum has a camphor chest. That was her parents. Mm. And she keeps a lot of wool in yeah. that. And that's quite pungent yeah um, but you can just I dot some essential oils onto my blocks and they go into my wool um, I have little lavender sachets mm. as well some, uh, I've got some that are you know handmade which you can just chuck in I've tried bay leaves someone said to me bay leaves at one point so I just picked I've got a bay tree so I picked a whole lot of bay leaves and just chucked them in I don't know if they worked or not and the other thing I use uh, which is what my mum uses a lot is soap just beautiful, smelly oh. soap. So I just stuff soap in because I don't know if this is, even has any merit behind it, but I, I think. But your mum did it, so therefore. If it smells, they won't like it. So go for something. Like, this is like, this is one of those eco soaps, but it's like gardenia and coconut oh, or something, you know. It's mm. quite pungent. So you just ram that in as well with my wool. But definitely look at your stash. Move your stash, mm. get it out. Um, Love your stash. Love your stash. Love your stash. <laughs> yeah. Just to get the air in and just to get the light into it. And um, and then hopefully, cross your fingers, the moths won't get it. But if the moths do, if you do find a moth, or if you find little white, like little white um, footprints, 
Iggy Bits, um, bundle everything up and chuck it in the freezer. Freezer, two and, weeks I think it is. Yeah, yeah, and I think you take it out, let it defrost, put it back. Take it out, let it defrost, put it back. Um, and the other thing you can do is you can bake your yarn. Apparently that is fast and super effective and I've tried that and it just seemed to be fine. I put it on about um, 40 or 50 degrees Celsius. And what's that in Fahrenheit? Pass. <laughs> a bit more. It'd be a bit more. It'll be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Very high. Yeah. Really super, super low oven. Just lay it out in the baking trays under your skeins. Lay them on the baking tray and just bake it for a couple of hours. Whew. Apparently that just kills everything in there as well. So there we go. Ooh. Moths. Yeah. Well, good luck with your big trip. Thanks. There won't be any moths, of course. No, there'll be no moths. But I thought that would be quite an interesting thing to talk about. So you'd have some, yeah, just so people could hear how... We deal with moths. It's a really real thing. But have a fabulous time on your trip. Thank you. I'll see you in Napier. You'll be in the pop-up outside. Yes. yes. So um, Cairns first satellite market. So yeah. I'll be in the box with yeah. Kiwiana and Newton House. So those will be my box buddies. And so they're outside. And you can. It's always sunny in Napier. It's such mm. a great festival because the sun is shining. Everyone's desperately trying to wear their wool, but actually Napier is such too good weather. <laughs> so you'll be outside. We can go and have a cup of coffee mm. and um, come squish with, with you. That'd yeah. be really nice. Okay, everybody. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Have a lovely, um, have a lovely time knitting because you're going to do lots of knitting, hopefully. And um, if you get a chance to go and see Julie on her great big world tour of New Zealand. Go and see her. All right. See you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Because you can do it standing and you can do it sitting. Is it a hat or is it the start of a blanket? Maybe a ball or even a shawl for a baby. There's no excuse now not to be knitting because you can do it standing and you can do it sitting. Count your needles, yeah. we're casting up. One, two, three, four, five, but once I got a fish of love, you can do it, Mary, you can do it, John. Is it a gnome or some other homely creation? Wait and see, it might even be for a teapot. Cause you can do it standing And you can do it sitting Take out your needle Yeah, yeah We're casting, casting on One, two, three, four, five Once I got a fish and love You can do it, Mary Yeah, you can do it, Mary You can do it, Mary And you can do it, John Nothing, man, I crochet.